The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's going on, Rams fans? And welcome back into Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. Tonight, Rams getting a new training facility plus fan quesos. Not a whole lot to talk about, but we're getting into it next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? And welcome back into Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio on the fan side of network. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Becks. I'm laying down the law. Not a lot to get into tonight, actually. Pretty slow uh, as far as the week goes for Los Angeles Rams news, but that is A-OK because we have some awesome fan quesos, and we also have something to talk about as far as the Rams' future training facility, so we will get into that. And then a bunch of non-news, I guess, if that makes a lot of sense. Like, a bunch of news that we're not hearing stuff. Which is about it. That's uh, that's about the extent of that. We haven't heard a lot this week. But that's A-OK. Like I said, we got some good fan quesos for you. And we will, of course, talk about this new training facility that the Rams are apparently getting. Nothing has been, like, very direct. But we'll get into that as well. But first, if you are hearing the audio-only version of this, then make sure you head over to the YouTube channel, where we also break the show into segments. I doubt that this one will get broken into segments. I think I'm just going to try to cruise right on through. So, well, I, I don't know if I'll, if we'll break into the... We'll, we'll see what happens, okay? But I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking we'll do breaks on this one. I think I'm just going to plow on through and we'll knock this puppy out. Okay, so first I want to address the elephant in the room, which would be the fact that we have not yet heard anything from linebacker Bobby Wagner. We have not heard anything from... From uh, cornerback Stephon Gilmore, there's a lot of question marks as far as the uh, Rams free agents goes. Odell Beckham Jr. also uh, not a lot of not a lot of movement there. There is some stuff going on throughout the rest of the NFL, but I didn't really want to dive into that this week. A this week has been absolute bananas for me. All right, and also like I'm doing this late on a Sunday, and and we're kind of pumping out here, so. Uh, full disclosure here, guys, this is something that's that for myself, my personal life, I guess, if you want to 
I want to dive into a little bit of that. We'll just kind of, I'll give you guys just a little bit of an update as far as myself and what that's going to do to Ram Showcase. So I want to let you guys know, I did in fact get offered full-time at the radio station. So I'm going to be taking over there. I will be doing, uh, my, my show will be 7 to midnight. That's going to be Monday through Saturday. So super pumped about that. I am officially like a real radio person, which is pretty sweet. And uh, if you got, if you do want information on how to listen to me, uh, reach out. I'll let you guys know. But it, it's not something I need to necessarily blast here. But I'm officially a radio person, and that's pretty sweet. So I did officially put in my notice at the TV station. So I am no longer going to be there. I have definitely appreciated my time there, and it it, it kind of worked out as far as a Ram Showcase event goes as well. You guys know that we did have a, a segment feature with Loving Living Local, which is a show that is on the TV station that I currently am working for. I'm going into my final two weeks right now, so that's pretty fun, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed to be leaving there. I didn't necessarily want to, but the opportunity at the radio station just seems like a perfect fit for me. What that means for you and what that means for Ram Showcase is that we will get on to a normal schedule again. What uh, the plan is to get back to the regular recording on Wednesdays and probably a publish on Wednesdays as well. If not, it'll be that Wednesday and Thursday range that we will be looking at. So that's some good stuff. Good stuff, right? That's positive news. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for what the future holds here. This is uh, really the first big step into my, my media career as the TV station. I was kind of behind the scenes, wasn't really doing uh, what, what I was looking to be doing there. It was a great learning experience, met some really awesome people through that, and learned a lot of really good stuff. But ultimately, the radio station being on air is exactly where I feel like I should be, what I need to be. And, and honestly, I mean, I feel like I just fit in there really, really well and I'm really excited to, to not only be working with the people I'm working with, but also be able to establish my own show doing nights <laughs> on a rock station, which is the, it's kind of cool. It's the, it's the station I listened to as a, as a kid. So very exciting stuff for myself and, and pumped. And it also means that Ram Showcase will get back to a normal schedule. So we got that going for us. It's going to be some good stuff. All right. So let's hop into the business here. Uh, linebacker Bobby Wagner did have a visit with the Los Angeles Rams. Unfortunately, that didn't really culminate into anything. It didn't, it didn't, you know, fall into him not getting out of Los Angeles without a contract done. And he does represent himself, so there are some some moving pieces that go with that. It is difficult to negotiate a contract when you're dealing with it yourself. He also then had a visit with the Baltimore Ravens. And this raised a flag in my brain immediately because I thought it was really interesting that he would go over and and, and make an attempt there uh, or uh, have a visit there, I guess, is, uh, is the proper way to say that, with the Baltimore Ravens. And the reason that I thought that was so interesting is because he does represent himself. And I still do anticipate that Bobby Wagner is going to sign with the Los Angeles Rams. And something in my brain is telling me that the Baltimore Ravens wanted to talk to Bobby Wagner, not necessarily as a way to bring him in as a linebacker, but to get a little bit more insight on how to negotiate with a player who represents themselves, i.e. quarterback Lamar Jackson. I think that those are tied in together. I can't confirm that. And maybe Bobby Wagner is just going to sign with the Ravens and I'm going to sound ridiculous. Either way, there's something about that there that the the the, the world knowing that, that Lamar Jackson reps himself and the Ravens having what we've kind of seen to be a struggle with that so far 
it feels like they're struggling with that, or he's struggling. Like, I don't know where the, the disconnect is, but I feel like on most other teams, he would have already been extended. So did they bring in B-Wags to have a conversation uh, that would maybe, not directly, like they didn't maybe not bring him in and be like, all right, man, this is the deal. We don't want you here. But we have a quarterback who represents himself like you do. What, what do we do? What, what, what can we do about that? That's probably not it. It's probably get the conversation going a little bit and kind of see what nuggets they could pull out of that. And you know what? I, and I have no, maybe I'm completely out, out of left field here. But there was something in my brain that went immediately to that when I heard that Bobby Wagner was visiting with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I did think it was interesting that the Rams let him leave Los Angeles without a contract, and that does dip my confidence level somewhat. But there's something in my bones that is telling me that Bobby Wagner will still join the Los Angeles Rams because he is very upfront that he does want to win. And honestly, I mean, especially in the NFC, the Rams are a great place to play right now. I went full Tony the Tiger right there on that one. But that aside, it is a great place to play in the NFC because really it's it's the Niners who have a solid team, but we'll see what happens with their quarterback situation. And then you have the Bucks. Because you really look at the Green Bay Packers, it looks like they're going to be a very good team, but I don't think that they're true contenders anymore. I don't know if they don't have any weapons. Like if you took their top guy, Lazard, he would be what, a five on the Rams right now? So they're hurting. They're hurting for some weapons right now. And they did resign uh, Tunyon. Resign. <laughs> uh, they, they brought Tunyon back in and that's, that's a, a good move. It's not like he's a bad player, but... There's a lack of weapons out there, and A-Raj is not going to be able to get it done, I think, and especially when you look at the the landscape of the NFC, where you have weapons in San Francisco, you have weapons in Tampa Bay, and then you also have plenty of weapons in Los Angeles for the Rams, so uh, it's a a tight fight in uh, the NFC, and the AFC looks absolutely loaded. I could not tell you who I think is going to come out of the AFC this year, but it really feels like it's going to be Rams-Bucks NFC Championship game. Bring them on. Bring on Brady. That'll, that, that'll be the last game with Brady. And then uh, finally, again, we can have the final Tom Brady game be a loss to the Los Angeles Rams because I want that so bad. And he took that away from me. And it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit, but that's why. Whatever. I wanted it to be. I wanted his last game in the NFL to be a loss to the Los Angeles Rams. And that is not what we got. Moving on. The Rams did officially purchase the mall in Woodland Hills. $150 million. Stan Kroenke was confirmed to be a part of the team that purchased that. Now, going back to a report that we heard a couple weeks ago is that the Rams were looking at this site as a potential training facility site. It is 34 acres, $150 million that the Rams purchased that for. And now we get the long, arduous process, the long, drawn out, whatever is going to happen. We're going to hear little bits of information probably over the next while about the the training facility that's coming and what that is going to be for the Los Angeles Rams. So I did look it up. I'm I'm a Colorado guy. So I did look up where this area is. It's like complete opposite of where Irvine is, where the Rams train now. So it's like on the on the far opposite side of uh, of that from like Inglewood and stuff like that. So kind of near Calabasas, but if you guys are out there, you guys know this area a lot better than I do. In fact, I actually sidebar. I got totally like California sick today. And I don't want to say homesick because I'm not from Cal. I've only been to California two times and (laughs) I'm a Colorado dude at heart and I I love it out there so much though. Every time I've been, I've, I've had an absolutely incredible time. I really enjoy it out there. I like being there. I like just living in the moment of California. It's really fun. So I had a little bit of a moment today. I was driving home and 
uh, I, I stopped. I, I saw an In-N-Out, and I don't know why they put a real palm tree outside of our In-N-Out here in Colorado, but that, whatever. It's not doing well. I know that it's brown. So, <laughs> But I stopped at the In-N-Out, and I, I'm sitting there, and I put on an L.A. gun CD, and I was like, all right, this is a little bit, a little bit better, because I needed that L.A., just a little bit of an L.A. vibe back into my life, just a touch. And so I did that today. So that's my sidebar. I miss California, and I can't wait to be back. <laughs> Hopefully soon. All right. Uh, but this training facility, like I said, it's like on the far opposite side there. I don't know the area more specifically than that, uh, but it is, like I said, 34 acres. So that's a good chunk of, of, of real estate that the Rams now have the ability to play with, which I think a lot of things will go into that as far as uh, not just like a training facility. It's not just going to be like a field and a locker room. It's going to be a lot, of, a lot more than that. And it sounds like the Rams do want to put their headquarters here as well. So, if you're in that area, I know that a lot of fans, I've, I've heard from people that are close to Irvine, and they're like, well, dang it. Like, you know, it's, now it's like far away from me. But uh, I think it'll be a good spot for the Rams, and putting their headquarters there makes a lot of sense. And just getting that, that part of it done, and then having that training facility, probably some, some dormage, you know what I mean? Some places where the players can stay when we're in that training camp time, uh, instead of, you know, where, like, the... We saw in a hard knocks where they're like they're giving everybody fans because it's like not not air conditioned and stuff like that. Terrible idea for Southern California, by the way. But whatever, I, I I'm not there, so I don't I don't know. I can't help. But it's uh it, I'm sure it'll be a really nice situation. And it sounds like the the concept with the new training facility will be similar to how the the Rams have treated uh, the SoFi area, which is you know build the area and then kind of like like get your spot. Because SoFi area is absolutely gorgeous. And then kind of like branch it out from there. Make it all nice around there as well. You know, kind of try to up it around. And I think it's I think it's working. I've heard very positive things about the, the area around SoFi Stadium since before SoFi Stadium. You know what I mean? And I got I got kind of wrecked. It's, well, not, not wrecked at all. I, somebody somebody didn't like my comments about uh, the area of, of, of SoFi Stadium and outside of the the, the area or like the barriers of SoFi Stadium and then it's not that classy of an area stuff like that and I got kind of like I don't know what assumptions were made about me but whatever I mean like I only talk about the Rams here with you so a pretty limited scope on my uh my personal life I guess but hey that's neither here nor there and what I would imagine though is this Woodland Hills area uh, situation I don't know what that area is like I've never been up there but I know that Calabasas is like a pretty pretty sweet area so, hey, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe maybe this is a situation where where the Rams will be really comfortable there, where they'll fit in real nice there and kind of just be able to help. I mean, uh, there's nothing that can be hurt by the Los Angeles Rams and Stan Kroenke spending a boatload of money to put in some nice facilities into a neighborhood. I don't see why that could be a, a detriment at all, unless you're like, unless it's like a tax thing or something, which I don't, I don't, I don't get, or <laughs> I'm not going to dive into that. It's, it's too deep for me, so... You know what? I did lie to you. I'm going to take one break, mainly because I left my water in that room right there, and I want to go grab that real fast, and and uh, then we'll hop into our fan quesos. So don't move. All right, welcome back in Ram Showcase. I am Sheriff Joe Banks. Keep it moving here. Bold strategy by me, by the way. I don't know how bold this is necessarily, but no notes. I just went and freestyled this whole thing, and <laughs> I think it's going okay, but... It's been a busy week, and I, I had no days off this week. I had to work both days over the weekend at the at the radio station, so we're just kind of plowed on through. And like I said, with this uh, these final two weeks, 
uh, going at the radio or at the TV station right now. Uh, these next couple weeks are going to be a little bit chaos for me. But after that, we'll get into a normal schedule, which will be perfect because we'll get that'll push us into May or uh, into April time. So that'll push us into like lead up to the draft, which will be perfect timing, I think, to to start the uh, the like the draft coverage process stuff, because I really only like to get into that about three weeks before uh, before we really start diving in. And also the Rams don't pick until the third round. So it's fine. You guys are going to be OK. All right, let's hop in to some fan quesos here. This first one here, this is going to come from Adrian, who happens to be a participant here at Ram Showcase. I guess, like, I guess officially the first employee is that. That's kind of interesting to think about. I'm a boss. You do as you're told, Adrian. <laughs> All right, do you have any news on Bobby Wagner? There is news that Baltimore is interested in him as well. Any updates? Oh, any updates on when we should be getting new uniforms? See more. Uh, in your opinion, who has the most underrated signing, either free agent or player we retained? Oh, okay. So we got a three-parter here. Let's break these down. Do you have any news on Bobby Wagner? There's news that Bo- uh, Baltimore is also interested in him. Unfortunately, no actual news on on B Wags. Um, is we kind of I have not read a single queso, by the way. So if there's something we already covered, we're just gonna do it again. We're just gonna talk about it. Let's keep on plowing through. All right. So Bobby Wagner, no, I don't uh, unfortunately have any more news on him. Uh, the whole situation's been rather quiet, which I don't know if I should or not, but that's leading me to have more confidence than than I than I've had. I guess I, I I don't know. I don't know what to really put my brain on as far as this situation goes because it, it's difficult to follow when nothing's being said. So I don't know why that's giving me more confidence that he'll sign with the Los Angeles Rams, but. Uh, I don't know. I think he's taking his time. I think he's he's trying to find the right spot for him and trying to figure out exactly where he can win. And like I said, though, it's in the NFC. It really feels like a two team race. Rams and Bucks in the AFC. The entire AFC West is loaded. The NFC North is loaded. The AFC South is. I mean, the Colts got Matt Ryan. I think that helps. Uh, other than that, maybe I don't I don't know. Um, AFC East, I mean, you have the Bills who are pretty dominant, and then maybe the Dolphins can do some stuff. They've been kind of active, so we'll see. And the Patriots, I mean, you, they're kind of a wild card right now. I don't really know how how impactful they'll be. And then you got the Jets, who recently signed Jeezy. Mad respect. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But if you look at all of those aspects of it, the Rams seem like a really good fit for uh for Bobby Wagner because the Rams are in a situation right now where you feel really confident you're going to win the division. You feel really confident you're going to at least going to be able to have a shot to go deep into the postseason. And you know, I mean, you're in a tough division, but we're also the best. So <laughs> and I say that with like like as a joke, but also not because like this team is better than those other teams right now. The Seattle Seahawks, have, uh, like, I think they're going to take a dip. I think they're not going to be very good this year. And they're also, like, there's talks about uh, Metcalf and possibly Lockett on the way out, too. So we'll see. But uh, And then you got the Arizona Cardinals, who I still am. I have a hard time trusting them. And it's kind of interesting that, that they had such a strong season. And then it's just simply the way they ended, they're getting thrown out. Simply the way that the Cardinals ended their season we basically have grabbed them and say, okay, you're not real. You go over here. You'll have a strong first half of the season and then fall apart. And then you got the the uh, the San Francisco 49ers where the qu- biggest question mark is, is Trey Lance, is he good? We don't actually know that because 
there's also like if you draft if you move up to draft a guy like that do you not play him in the first year maybe maybe not depending on the coach i guess the situation you do have jimmy garoppolo who was doing okay but like at no point was it like man this jimmy guy's awesome like so I don't know, but and then you got the Los Angeles Rams. So they're they're dominant in this in this uh, situation right now. We've lost some pieces, but we're also there's some good pieces still around. You know, Bob uh, uh, Andrew Whitworth takes off, but Nopoon played incredible when he was out. And then you got like uh, Blythe who leaves, but Coleman Shelton's been a starter. Like he's been good enough to be a starter for a while now. And then uh, Von Miller goes, but Justin Hollins was so hot last year, early season. I don't know. It's just. And then Darius Williams, I, I people are are saying this like, oh man, the Rams lost Darius Williams. I do not see that as that big of a hit, especially the year that he had. His 2021 was, it was aggressively average. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Bobby Wagner though, no news to answer your question. <laughs> that was a very long way to say, no, I don't have an update. Any updates on when we should be getting new uniforms? No, again, uh, unfortunately, because we're in a weird time right now of the season where we don't get a lot of information popping out. It's been chaos, though, which is kind of cool. This offseason's been absolutely nuts, and I'm here for all of it. So Les Snead has broken the NFL, and I'm here for it. Les make a deal Snead has impacted the NFL in a way that I think we'll see ripples of this for years to come, and that's exciting stuff. The Los Angeles Rams starting that bad boy. Love that. Love to see it. But getting new uniforms, yeah, we are expecting one more set of unis in uh, this offseason. Last year, they came out, uh, what was it? Uh, I mean, I'd have to look at that video with Cam Akers, Dickerson throwing him the jersey. Uh, I'd have to look at the exact date of that video, but it was around the draft time, so we should be getting this pretty soon, actually. And my my bold assumption here is be- the only colors that we're missing as far as a jersey and a pants style goes would be a yellow jersey with white pants. That's not crazy, because that's just what the, the colors that we're missing right now. I have seen some things. I don't buy one bit that we'll get a black jersey. I There's nothing in my brain that tells me that that's a real thing that's going to happen. And then I've also seen heard people say, like, well, we'll get another blue. That maybe I, I don't know. I don't know if I really see that happening. I really think we get a yellow jersey, and I think we get white pants. We don't have white pants right now. We, we have no white pants. And so we got the bone, of course. And, I mean, I love the bone. Right now my favorite combo is bone on yellow. If we get a yellow jersey, yellow on bone is by far going to be my favorite personal uh, combo. So hopefully we see that at some point. But uh, as far as the new uniforms go, that should be happening next month or so. Uh, or maybe May time. Uh, in your opinion, who has been the most underrated signing, either free agent or player we retained? I mean, I got to say that Coleman Shelton coming back uh, definitely excites me on that offensive line. He is starting caliber, and I think that we're all going to see that this year and be like, oh, man, this Coleman guy's freaking sweet and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be sitting here like a guy i tried to tell you guys all offseason coleman shelton is the man and it'll be the same thing that happened last year of like this offensive line is not nearly as bad as people are saying it is why is everybody saying our offensive line is so bad why is why is everybody saying that that's like our biggest need and then the offensive line played they played fine and we won the super bowl and everybody's like oh offensive line is pretty sweet and i'm sitting here like god told you that but either way um i would say that that one really excites me and i think this robinson signing is not getting enough like oomph into the news i think that by the by about half season we're gonna be like holy crap like that signing kind of fell under the radar in the offseason but this guy's kicking butts out here and so i think that that's gonna be a good one too i think that those are both underrated signings for sure 
This next question here comes from John. What do you think happens to OBJ? Do you think the Rams sign him or does he go elsewhere? When do you think his contract gets gets inked? That's a great question because we are we are having a lot of weird things go on with OBJ right now. What I can say about this, uh, these rumors about now that Deshaun Watson's in Cleveland, will OBJ want to go back? I don't think so, especially his homie Landry is gone now. Um, I know that, you know, getting a different quarterback in there, Deshaun Watson, is is a big deal, and that's uh, that, that improves that position greatly. But let's not pretend like Baker Mayfield was the reason the Browns are the Browns. You know what I mean? They've been to Browns forever. So it's not like they showed up, like Baker showed up, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, these guys are sloppy. It's, that's not how it happened. They went heavy on weapons and were still the Browns. And it wasn't because of Baker. Uh, so I, I think that if OBJ went back to Cleveland, I think ultimately he'd be like, what am I doing? Like, what what the heck is going on here? There's some other teams that I think that could absolutely use the services of o- Odell Beckham Jr. Green Bay Packers are one of them. But, I mean, it makes sense that the, he would come back to the Rams. The Rams have about 8.8 in cap space right now. So we'll see what happens as far as the... Uh, the the manipulation of the salary cap one on that one but and i i guess that the conversations it sounds like the conversations are that the rams do want him back he does want to be back but they're a little bit separated on the fact that he is going to miss a chunk of the season we don't know how long yet but he's going to miss the a chunk of the season so how does that money work out? You know what I mean? Is it going to be a super incentive-laden contract, stuff like that? And then maybe he doesn't like that, so it's hard to tell. When does his contract get inked? I think we see it some sometime before the draft. So I think we see it in the next couple weeks. It could be faster than that. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. These next three come from Edwin. I've got three for you, bro. If we end up signing OBJ, are you okay with the Robert Woods trade? Dude, it's so hard to be okay with the Robert Woods trade because, like, the comments in Super Bowl week of Robert Woods is the LA Rams. It's like that kind of stuff there was like, dang it. But I also get it. I absolutely get it. I said that I think on here of like if, or maybe it was somewhere else. I'm not sure. I I say a lot of things in different places, (laughs) but it's like, I get it. I don't want to move on from Robert Woods, but if we do, I understand. And that's kind of where I'm at with it right now is, uh, and I hate to say it, but players come and go and, and the Rams are forever. Robert Woods will always be a top 10 Los Angeles Rams wide receiver, and no one can take that away from him. Number two, when we end up signing Bobby Wagner, what impact do you think he will have in our locker room? When? I'm still a little hesitant to say that, because whenever I start really hopping on the bandwagon of like, this is happening, this is happening, then it doesn't happen. And then when I say something's not happening, it doesn't happen. So maybe I'll say, there's no way Bobby Wagner signs with the LA Rams. You know, you're welcome, Rams fans, for that one. But uh, the impact that he would have, I think that that leadership, not necessarily to the level of of a Von Miller, but I think that he would have that almost because I don't know like his personality that well yet. But I would say he probably has a lot more of a vibe of that, um, like an Aaron Donald, where it's like the lead by example kind of situation. But I mean, and of course, highlight videos are one thing, but. And I, I'm I'm anti, like, just watch the highlights and get jacked. But I was watching the highlights when I was at work uh, the other day, and I was like, man, this, like, he straight scores tuds, man. As a linebacker, he's out here putting up tuddies, and that's real fun. So I think he would be a, a, that kind of situation, a lead by example. Number three here from Edwin. Are you surprised a lot of other teams are taking the F-them-picks approach 
after the Rams won the Super Bowl. No, not at all. It's a copycat league, and the Rams uh, showed that this works. Because in 2017, this all started. And everybody was like, well, this is about them by 2022. Because everybody that listens to me and disagrees with me is a chain smoker. Uh, that they'll, they'll, like, they'll, everybody thought that by now the Rams would crumble. And we're far from crumbling. So, no, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, it's it's one of those things. And then, you know, maybe we'll get more creative and maybe we'll start doing something else. But, I mean, I think we did, we have proven that you can build a team using not picks. There's a weird way to say that, but I stand by it. You can use those picks on players that you know have played in the NFL and can perform and that you feel really good that they will fit into your system instead of drafting a guy who you have no idea. No idea. Every draft pick is a coin toss, so we trade two coin tosses for a sure thing while other teams take two flips. I think I, I, think I like it our way, but yes, of course, people are going to start hopping on that, and uh, we've already seen it. Um, there's only 75% of the NFL has a pick in the first round. You are welcome, Ram or NFL fans. This madness is brought to you by Les Need. <laughs> Next one here from John. How about a Joe Stradamus prediction on Allen Robinson's stat line next year? I love these. All right. I'm here for it too, John, because as you have uh, pointed out to me on um, an occasion, maybe more, but may I one that I can remember, that uh, sometimes my Joe Stradamus picks, nailing them. All right. So for Allen Robinson, I'm going to say we get a very Van Jefferson-esque but maybe a little bit more. So Jefferson had like the 5,800. I'm going to put him, I'm going to say, fifth, no, 63 receptions for 875 yards, eight touchdowns. Book it. All right, next one here from Willie. Will the Rams sign Bobby Wagner? Unfortunately, man, I have no idea. <laughs> None of the ideas. I should have had an over-under bet on Bobby Wagner questions. I would have put it at two and a half. And anybody over would have been able to say that they were right. That's all I got for you. Next one here is going to come from Bo2403. Uh, is, the, is the current defensive line as good as the fearsome foursome? Ooh. That's one heck of a question. I don't know if... I, I like. I know there's a bunch of like people right now who actually watched the fearsome foursome that are like, you cannot say that. <laughs> but I mean, Aaron Donald is the best defensive lineman this team has ever had. You can fight me on that. If you want to, I know Deacon Jones. I know. I understand. Okay. I understand Merlin Olson. I get it. Leonard Little's in there. Uh, he's in the conversation. Uh, he's not, he's below those guys, but he is in that conversation. He, Aaron Donald alone brings it up quite a bit. I don't know if I would say it yet. I don't know if I would put it there yet. Aaron Donald is better than any individual that this team has ever had on the defensive line. But I I need more from Greg Gaines. More than like two and a half or like one and a half good years from Greg Gaines. He did awesome this year. And I don't expect that to, to go away. But we just need to see it a, a little bit more. Sean Robinson, I like to see that keep going as well. So... And then that's really it as far as, so we don't have like a foursome anymore. You know what I mean? So it's just the, 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 the three amigos, but that's a tough one. That is a tough one. It's so hard. And like, I don't know if we need to say it. I don't know if we need to say that this is, this is better or that's better. I think we can say that this was great and this is great. 
And if we like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Is that a rude way to answer that question? I don't actually know the answer to that because I like, I think we can appreciate the greatness of the past, the uh, pr- appreciate the greatness of Lundy and Olsen and, and Jones and like in that crew and that team back then, the blue and white. Oh, I loved it. Love those colors. I wasn't there for it, but I loved seeing the coast. <laughs> and, and and then we can also look at uh, in Greer. I don't want. I know somebody's out there like you missed one. Um, but and then today, I think that we can appreciate what we're seeing with Aaron Donald and the gang of you know watching. We're watching a Hall of Famer right now. Uh, we're watching one of the best players the NFL has ever seen. We're witnessing it. So uh, I think that we can we can appreciate both. Do we need to say that one's better than the other? Do we need to? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Luis, uh, will you... Oh, that's not how it started. Who will you prefer as a free agent... Who would you prefer as a free agent signing? Stefan Gilmore or Bobby Wagner? If I had to choose between the two, I think I would say Wagner because I really like our safeties. Um, uh, well, I know... Well, he's not, a, he's not a safety. He's a corner. And yeah, that's a position that we could definitely use somebody at, but... I also really like Robert Rochelle, and I think he's getting kind of forgotten a little bit. I think that Robert Rochelle is going to pop this year, and I am now putting in, it is it is March 27th, I am putting in my prediction, I think that uh, Robert Rochelle will have a killer training camp and will be named the starter opposite Jalen Ramsey. I'm going to go ahead and lock that in, and uh, so I would say Bobby Wagner, because this group can improve. I love the combo of Howard and Jones, Howard Jones, uh, but... Uh, I, I I don't know. It, it can get better. It can always get better. But and and Howard and Jones, they are they're extremely talented, but they're also very raw. They're very young. So I think having having B Wags come in for even just one season and then have it be Howard and Jones, I'm 100 percent cool with that. So yeah, I mean it's I would say Wagner myself, but I also would 100 percent understand if somebody said uh, Rochelle or <laughs> Gilmore. Uh, you know what I mean? You're picking up what I'm putting down. All right. Uh, these ones, these last two come from Payo Time. If you haven't subscribed to Payo Time, definitely do. 100% worth it. Awesome dude. Just a genuine human being. Like, that. Uh, what more can you ask for out of something? Especially a YouTube channel. A lot of this stuff is like, not, you know, <laughs> not as authentic as you want it to be. And, and Payo's a good dude. Uh, let's see. Do you think the Rams will do the draft house again? If so, what celebrities would be your top choice besides Rebel Wilson? First of all, I don't know if I'd put Rebel Wilson, like no disrespect, but like, I don't know if I'd put her in there because whenever I'm thinking like, let's get hyped for some football, where's Rebel Wilson at? Yeah. Like that's never a thought that hinders my brain. So one though that does surprisingly, I guess maybe it's in like the same ballpark as a comedian would be Taryn Killam, who is an awesome human being. And um, his wife is hilarious. Like, I don't know. It's a good, good, good stuff going on there. But I also, I would go Danny Trejo and Taryn Killam because I would love to watch them interact with each other on <laughs> like for like a whole weekend to see Taryn Killam and Danny Trejo interact. I'd pay good money for that. Actually, I would buy that. Let's make it happen. Wes and Kevin. All right. Last one here. Last queso. We're going short today. Hope you guys are okay. That's fine. Uh, if you had to trust one member of the LA Rams to take over Ram Showcase for a week, who would you pick? Oh, that's so tough. Oh, man. Who is hilarious but also responsible? Um, 
I think I would go a twofer. I'm going to give you two. I would I would do a co-host situation here. I would love to have the energy of a Dante Dion on my show. I know I can't provide that energy. That's just not who I I'm not that guy, you know what I mean? Like it would be super inauthentic if I was the the personality of Dante Dion here on the show. But on the hard opposite side, I cannot blow off my dude Jordan Fuller. Jordan Fuller for president and I think that they would have a good conversation. I think Dante would come in with the zingers, but I feel like I feel like uh, Jordan would come in with uh, like the really good, just like this is this is what's happened. Like this is the truth here. This is the news, and like it would be like a morning show on the radio where like you have Jordan Fuller, and he's like, oh, so in news today, you know, the Rams uh, officially purchased the the lot at Woodland Hills, the mall for 150 million dollars, 34 acres, and then Dante Dion would come in. And, like, he would have, like, some jokes and some cool stuff to say. He'd be like, man, I love Woodland Hills. Or something. I don't know. That was a terrible impression. <laughs> but either way, I think that, that, that those energies would go really well together. And I think that that would, that, would be, that would be my vote. But also, I would toss a segment to Cooper Cup, uh, a film breakdown segment to Cooper Cup. Just because that would be, that would be awesome. That would be so much fun to watch. I would watch that. <laughs> that would be fun. All right. That is it from a fan case. thank you guys so much for dropping those. I post on the YouTube channel in the community section for fan cases once a week, so you guys can drop them there. You can drop them to me anytime via the Ram Showcase socials, and that would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com/slash/RamShowcase. But also on the Facebook page right now, Adrian is super good about uh, posting there. Uh, and asking for quesos and also just keeping you updated on what's happening with the show and when it's going to be coming out stuff like that so it's good stuff it's so helpful to have somebody like adrian who is like responsible and (laughs) and knows what he's doing and just like he just you know like i don't have to be like hey man what do this come on what are you doing what are you out here doing he just just, it's like okay just do the thing just go do the thing and also, Adrian, send me a drum track, man. Let's let's get some new music. Let's get some new. Let's make some new music beds, man. Cause uh, I got this guitar back here, and she's getting dusty. So let's 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 rip it out, dude. This is an amp too behind me. I don't know if you guys can see that. My guitar amp. They probably can't see it, but there's a Behringer back here. <laughs> and then I have an acoustic. It's over there. It's got a Ram logo on it. It's been there for years. None of that means anything to you. I don't know why I'm telling. This is not a tour. Um, we are doing a tour, by the way. I'm trying to do it as MTV Cribs as I can, of a tour of the the, the sheriff station down here. Good stuff. Anyway, kind of got sidetracked there. I kind of lost where I was. Tried to find it, did not. So I'm just gonna bail and move on. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, make sure you follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. You can also add me as a friend on Facebook. That's 100% okay. My name is Joe Branham. If you search Sheriff Joe Bags, I think it pulls me up, but also I'm not 100% sure because I can't. When I search my name, it's just like you want you, right? Like that's you. It, here, here you are, dude. <laughs> so I don't know what it's like when I'm not my friend. You know? You you know. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Alright, this was um This was an interesting show. I don't think I hated it. Please let me know your thoughts. If you thought that this structure I don't even have a computer here. I don't even have notes. 
No notes. So, this was interesting. I had fun, though. Fun stuff. Let me know what you think. You guys do the thing. You know? You got it. All right. That's going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bax. This has been Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio on the Fan Sided Network. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for watching. And you have a great night.